you can change the world. Learn from proven change makers from all walks of life. They'll show you how to raise money, invest for impact, and so much more. You can start small, start today, and never quit. You can change the world by strengthening your superpowers. Now, welcome to the Superpowers for Good show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Well, I am so excited today. We have truly one of the great rock star entrepreneurs of all time. The founder of Ancestry.com, Paul Allen, is here with us today. And he's got um, a new venture, layered upon venture, that he's now building. And so we're excited to talk to Paul. You do not want to miss this episode. Uh, you know, the, between the social impact and the exciting opportunity here, this is going to be a great and important conversation. Paul, welcome to the show. We're thrilled to have you. Thanks, Devin. I'm super happy to be here. And it's nice to see you again after a couple of <laughs> years. Uh, we've had a long friendship, but uh, very yeah. excited to be on your show today. Yeah, one of, I, you know, I almost was going to pull this into play it, but one of my, you know, I've got a YouTube channel with, you know, 1500 uh, videos on it or something with all the episodes of the show and a bunch of other stuff. And uh, I think maybe the second or third most popular video uh, of all times is me singing the uh, BYU fight song out in front of BYU after I lost the bet on the Utah BYU football game. Golly, what was that, 15 years ago? <laughs> so I remember uh, seeing that video more than once. So yeah, yeah. it's still hilarious. You know, It'll come up and sort of burst up to the top of the rotation once in a while during uh, BYU-Utah rivalry weeks or something. So anyway, it, it, yeah, we do have a, a history that goes way back, and it's thrilling to reconnect with you uh, to talk about this. Um, you have been building now uh, a new business, Citizen Portal, that utilizes AI to change the world in a really exciting way. So, so many AI things have such scary undertones and this one is so positive. Tell us about how you're approaching. Well, tell us about what it is and how you're building this. Well, a few years ago, uh, having been an electronic publisher and database aggregator and search engine entrepreneur for many, many years, you know, ancestry.com, has billions and billions. I think they're up to 40 billion searchable records and they use AI to help navigate you from one ancestor to another and help you find all the records and documents that illustrate your family tree and, and help you find your history. So I've been in the world of big data publishing for a long time and that lends itself to machine learning and AI. So instead of just having customers search for things and find what they're looking for, AI can often anticipate what you're interested in and point you to that even without you having to do a search. So our team at soar.com has been working on AI for a few years. The citizenportal.ai is one of the first projects we've launched and we incorporated last January, 2023, a Delaware C corporation. And the, the vision of Citizen Portal is to use AI to empower citizens to become informed and engaged about every issue they care about at the local, state, and federal level. And if you think about the difficulty of being a citizen right now, do we, do we trust our leaders? Do we know what's going on? Uh, are we happy with the $34 trillion debt? 
I mean, there's lots of issues that make you feel like the country's not going in the right direction. But one of the big structural reasons for that, Devin, is that the demise of the newspaper industry over the past two or three decades, the newspaper industry in this country used to be so powerful. There were multiple big newspapers in every city and a lot of funding, a lot of revenue for newspaper publishers. They would send journalists to cover all the state and local county and federal meetings. I mean, there was a lot of journalism covering politics and government for two centuries. But I saw a tweet the other day that the newspaper industry's revenue went from like 46 billion or 49 billion to 9 billion over the past 15 years. They can't afford to send people to cover journalists to journalists to cover what's going on in our governments. And so what happens is that lack of information, that void is really challenging because if nobody knows what's going on, if we can't really see clearly and of course the media is polarizing and extreme and social media amplifies the most extreme voices. And so if you think about European history and, and early US history, the concept of the freedom of the press, the media being the fourth estate, the fourth pillar or the fourth branch of government, which provides a very powerful check and balance on what our elected officials are able to do. And, and now that the fourth estate is largely gone, we're hoping that citizenportal.ai can fill that void and give every citizen firsthand access to what is said in every public meeting across the United States. Six or 700,000 hours of public meetings have already been imported into Citizen Portal and every word transcribed and searchable. And now some powerful AI query engines allow citizens to find out what's going on in my state legislature this year. And, what did my elected officials say at the school board meeting about this? And it's really quite powerful. And we're hoping that it creates a, a new generation of informed and engaged citizens that can provide the checks and balances on our government that could help us rein it in and, and help the government really be of the people, by the people, and for the people, instead of by the lobbyists, for the funders, and by the elected officials who get a lot of money while they're in office. Sorry, I'm a little jaded, but so is everybody else. Yeah, I, I, you've hit really on the, the key issue, and that is that we, we are losing trust in our government. Uh, you know, something, you know, shocking percentages of people don't believe that the last presidential election was fairly counted. Uh, and that's just one manifestation of all of the lack of faith and trust in government. And so having a way to look inside seems to me to be just an essential, powerful thing. Now, you're obviously taking a kind of a non-partisan look at this, but I wonder if you dig a little deeper into the uh, kind of the ethical approach that you are, I, I think you, you, you tag it your pure AI model that you use at SOAR to create your new AI tools. You, you've got kind of an ethical focus on all of this, right? Tell us a little bit about how that applies to, uh, to Citizen Portal. It's pretty clear, Devin, that most technology can be used for good or for ill, for evil. And there's always new technologies that come out and we're, we're afraid of where they could go wrong, but we're also excited about the prospects. And of course, AI is no exception. There's a lot of people afraid of artificial general intelligence and what will 
AI do when it's way more intelligent than human and can outperform us in every possible task. And, you know, there's some dystopian novels that are powerful. Kurt Vonnegut's first book, his very first book called Player Piano in 1952, imagined a world where robots or machines, I, can, I don't think the word robot had been created by then, but machines took over all human jobs in his dystopian novel. It's fascinating. Like a player piano doesn't need a human to play it. He had a vision where every factory in the world would be run by machines and only a handful of elite rulers would be needed to oversee all the operations. And the rest of the, you know, the rest of the people were, were doomed to future poverty. So, uh, but our vision for pure AI is an acronym for personalized. You ought to be able to control the AI and design it according to your needs. Uplifting, it ought to be wonderful to interact with and joyful to use, and then responsible and ethical. So a lot of companies talk about responsible AI and ethical AI, but we like the positive or, or personalized uplifting as well. And the goal would be to help humans learn more and get better faster and make better decisions throughout life. And so the soar.com AI studio model is, is to form about 15 corporations in the next two to three years citizenportal.ai is being followed by faithportal.ai so that all the sermons in religious teachings around the United States can be transcribed, indexed, translated into different languages, highlights and clips made and shared on social media so that the faith community can share uplifting, positive, redeeming messages uh, throughout the week on social media. And we have a learning portal coming out and a workplace AI portal. And the goal is to say, what are the good things that AI can do that help you be a better human? Does, it doesn't replace you, but it kind of augments some of the things that you uh, don't do well. Like you don't remember everything said in every conversation and you can't really you know, query your brain. Even if you really want to remember something, sometimes you forget it. And, and so AI, I think, can be a, a really powerful set of tools for all of us to utilize in all areas of life. I'm really excited about our upcoming family portal and friend portal because the trusted and loving relationships in your life really make life worth living. And I think that Facebook ruined the word friend for billions of people. You don't have 5,000 friends, Devin. I, I don't care how many connections you have on Facebook. You're lucky to have a few close real friends in your life. And at a time where Facebook says they're connecting the world, Loneliness is at an all-time high. Stress, anxiety, depression, suicide numbers are staggering. And it's because the lack of real friendships and the lack of strong and close family ties lead people to despair. And I think AI can actually play a key role in helping you become a good friend and become close to your real friends and, and spend more real-life time with them. But I, I go... I'm, I'm, I can't really describe in detail what we're building there, but it's really exciting. It's based on science and psychology and principles of faith. And I really think uh, that pure AI can play a role in almost every area of our life to help us improve our well-being and, and see human flourishing thrive throughout the world. Well, it is just, a, I think, a brilliant uh, so you know application of of key principles that you're talking about and it's it's exciting to think about ai done right done well uh with the you know ethical approach and the an uplifting goal that's that's pretty cool uh now um 
as we think about uh, this, one of the things you've got going on is you, you're doing a crowdfunding campaign on a Start Engine for a Citizen Portal. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and how people can get involved. It, it looks to me like you've, you've, you've been pretty successful already. I can't talk about the details, but I can tell people to go check it out on startengine.com slash citizen portal. It's been extremely fun. Start Engine's been great to work with. I literally love the American Job Act from Jobs Act from 2012. And finally, the SEC in 2016 launched the rules for crowdfunding. But I love the idea that average people can invest in a startup company that has a lot of promise and obviously billions of dollars have now been raised across the industry there's over 20 crowdfunding platforms but startengine.com slash citizen portal will show you what's available today for people to invest in this company and and uh, help build a technology platform that strengthens democracy and helps uh, citizens become informed and engaged and helps us collectively hold our government leaders accountable for what they say and what they do and i'm excited devon about AI helping me create my own voter scorecard this year. We're actually indexing uh, millions of hours of content and writ written material from all of our elected officials. And we're trying to find a way to get uh, opposition candidates. I know you've, you've been involved in political races. It's, it's really a challenge for us to find every opposition candidate and to have audio and video of them or written material about what they believe so that your personal voter scorecard can let you design the issues you care about locally and state and federal and help you find the people that actually represent what you believe in those areas. I'm excited about 2024 election and future elections where citizens can go into the voting booth very well informed because the AI didn't make up something about what the candidate said. It's more like a librarian that finds the quotes on the issues you care about and presents them to you side by side so that you can pick the right candidates. I'm I'm very excited about AI helping voters become really informed this year. Well, it, it is exciting and uh, I, I can't wait to play with this. This is gonna be, I, I'm gonna probably, you know, end up spending too much time with Citizen Portal, but uh, <laughs> well, I can't will, wait for some of the other ones too. Just, just to, just to uh, uh, give you a little peace of mind, it's free yeah. for every citizen in the United States to find out what's going on in your local community and your state. The only time you become a $99 a year subscriber, and this is similar to Ancestry.com's business model, we gave a lot of content away for free for first time users and you gave lots of free databases, but citizens will have local and state content that they can search and find. If they want nationwide content, if you wanna find out what's going on in Colorado or California or where your relatives live, or if you wanna see trends and maybe policies that work really well in one area and you wanna find the best programs and policies and bring them to your own lo local officials and say, let's do this. Like, you know, Oklahoma uh, city did this and it improved the physical health of their, of their citizens. Let's do that here. Uh, there's a, there's a school district in Texas that I read about that had really bad reading scores for all the fourth graders. And somebody had the idea, there was a care center near nearby and this senior center, they started bringing all the, uh, elderly people over to pair up with the fourth graders. And at the end of the year, the reading scores uh, exploded for the fourth graders. They were all reading above grade level and the medication use at the care center apparently dropped like 60%. You take two audiences, two communities that 
are lonely and can't read and you connect them together and now you get amazing outcomes. And why doesn't that spread to all the places around the country where there's a school nearby a, an elder care center? Yeah, it's amazing. What a, what a great example. Well, listen, everyone, I am thrilled to be here today with uh, the Paul Allen, the, the Ancestry.com Paul Allen. There are too many Paul Allens in the world, but uh, but we're here with <laughs> not the best enough, one. Kevin, not enough. <laughs> we're here with the best one for sure. When we come back, we're going to talk to uh, Paul about his superpower. So stick around. You don't want to miss this. Join us at SuperCrowd Baltimore to connect with community-focused business leaders and investors working to support diverse founders, social entrepreneurs, and community builders. Learn how to raise money from the crowd and how to invest like a pro. March 21st at the B&O Rail Museum. Register today at thesupercrowd.com. At the February SuperCrowd Hour, you can meet the Crowdfunding Professional Association. Learn how to join and make a difference. Devin will be joined by Brian Christie, Jenny Casson, Brian Beeley, and Scott McIntyre. Register today at thesupercrowd.com. Join us for SuperCrowd24 for two full days of wealth and impact creating content at this virtual conference on April 17th and 18th. We'll have 100 speakers and live pitch sessions. Learn how to invest like a pro and raise money from the crowd. Save 50% with the discount code SUPERCROWD at thesupercrowd.com. Welcome back, everyone. We are so thrilled and happy to have with us today Paul Allen, the founder of Ancestry.com and now the founder of Citizen Portal, uh, a great application of ethical AI. We are, we're now going to be talking to Paul about his superpower. Uh, Paul, as you think about your incredible history, you, you've been entrepreneuring professionally for, I think, over 30 years. Uh, you, you've got this fresh young guy face, I guess, because you still hang out with just young kids. And uh, But, you know, you, you look younger than I think you may be. Uh, and yet, uh, you, you've been at this for decades uh, and you've accomplished so much. I mean, uh, I think the last time Ancestry.com got sold, it sold for almost $5 billion. <laughs> Good little business you created there, Paul. So kudos. Um, what is your superpower? As I started out as an entrepreneur in 1990, I had no interest in business whatsoever. I actually grew up in a home where my dad was a professor and a, and a consultant and as he built software for a lot of large corporations, he, he didn't like large corporations and kind of the money materialism and, and sometimes the greed and power that comes from corporate politics. And so I grew up thinking business and being an entrepreneur is like not a good profession, not, not a noble calling at all. And my mom was a school teacher before she got married and had eight kids. And so I just grew up thinking the only noble profession is to be a teacher a professor. So that was what I aimed for. When I built my first company, I was embarrassed that I was now doing something in business. So I pretended I wasn't. I was just building a product to do research so that people could become educated and informed. So, but, but in Philadelphia in May of 1996, I went to the Inc. 500 Awards and realized uh, then that 
the 500 entrepreneurs who were there who were being celebrated for running the fastest growing companies in the United States were among the most incredibly energizing and wonderful humans I had ever met in my life. And I, I reframed my entire outlook on what entrepreneurship is. Now I think it's a fantastic calling. You can be a social entrepreneur. You can be an impact entrepreneur. You can, you can use agency and autonomy to go make wonderful things happen. And, and I think that before I became an entrepreneur, I was an avid learner. And my number one Clifton Strengths or Strengths Finder theme is learner. So you can see the books behind my shelf. This is a tiny fraction of the thousands of books that I read and, and love. But my favorite superpower, my, my favorite personal talent or strength is what Don Clifton and the Clifton Strengths Finder would call ideation. I remember in the 90s when the internet showed up and I realized that my CD-ROM publishing business would go away because CD-ROM would be replaced by the World Wide Web and pretty soon everything would be hosted on servers. Now we call it the cloud. But I saw that writing on the wall and, and I started buying domain names. Uh, I bought quite a few early on. We launched Ancestry.com in June of 96 and we incorporated it in July, in July of 97. But I had what I called dot-com syndrome. And that is any word in the English language, I would just close my eyes and put a dot com on it and boom, a business model would pop into my head. Here's what the product or service could be. Here's what, you know, and, and I, I actually bought a high speed satellite dish in 1995 in Provo, Utah. And I was probably the first person to have high speed internet. And I would stay up till two or three in the morning studying thousands of other dot coms to find out their marketing strategy, their, their product strategy, what niches they were in, how they're getting funded. And I actually had a, a folio knowledge base with over 3000 copy and paste things about what I discovered about internet companies. So I have a, a mind to learn and to organize raw information. I have learner and input as, as my Clifton strengths, but my favorite Clifton strengths is ideation because all of the data that I gather every day from books or from online sources, uh, uh, starts to generate ideas. Either when I'm asleep, I've, I've actually had vivid dreams where I woke up with an, a patentable idea and, or I've had an idea for, you know, anyway, I love ideas so much. Now, if your viewers have ideation in their top five, it's actually not a good predictor of financial success. A lot of people with ideation are so in love with their ideas, but they never do anything about it. So either you or people with you have to have executing strengths. They have to be people that can get stuff done. And thankfully, I have a few executing strengths, but I also have uh, built great teams of people that are so good and talented at building tech and, and getting audiences. And, and so I, I love ideation and I, I just, you know, wish I had more than one life to live to, to let some of these ideas grow and blossom and hopefully bless the world with, uh, with good uses of technology. Well, you're, you, you are bringing some really cool things to market and that, that is wonderful. And what a strength, what a strength to have that ideation. And, uh, you know, I, I've had, uh, you know, a couple of things. I've had a lot of people on the show. I've asked a lot of people this question. I think that's the first time anyone ever described their superpower as ideation. So that's interesting, uh, remarkable in and of itself. It also reminds me that we call the show Superpowers for Good because of you. Uh, you and I had lunch, oh, I don't know, four or five years ago, and, and we got talking about the show, and you, you told me that that's what you loved, is that I was asking people 
uh, about their superpowers. And then I wrote a book. Uh, really, I, I should give you a lot more credit than I do for uh, causing that. Now, uh, we, we have just a, a short time here. It, very quickly, can you give us one tip for better ideation? Well, if you have ideation, you probably need a tip on how to focus it or channel it into reality. I, I've had some ideas that are so vivid that I feel like I built the thing, even though I didn't build it. So ideation is a superpower, but it's also got what they call a basement, which is you might be so in love with ideas that you never get anything done, like I said. If you don't have high ideation, if you're a really good executor or wonderful with relationships, or if you're a strong influencer, you know, learn what your Clifton strengths, top five strengths are, maybe your top 10, and get coaching. When I started the journey of Clifton strengths in 2012, it gave me phenomenal self-awareness that I was completely oblivious, oblivious to before. But also, I now work with hundreds of people that I require them to take their Clifton strengths assessment and I need to know what their strengths are so that I don't ask them to go come up with 10 ideas when they've never had an idea in their life. My wife has ideation as her 34th strength out of 34. She doesn't <laughs> want to have ideas and she doesn't feel the need to have ideas. So uh, Devin, I think my advice is don't take advice from other people unless that advice plays lets you play to your strengths. Paul, thank you so much for being with us. We wish you every success. We want to see you succeed. We want to see you change the world. Thank you very much for being here.